This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Cutting my chin in a rush, uh, shaving before the show is is worth it with this applause. I much appreciated. And if you look at the sponsor opportunity green room, you'll see WWE Hall of Famer turned rugby advocate John Bradshaw Layfield once again by himself because King Gifte Belu is on the road, but rumored to be joining us shortly. Anyway, we have a great show. Look at the your company name here, Slate. We got the National Rugby League kicking off in Vegas, their 2024 season. Major League Rugby kicking off their season with an opener in NOLA, New Orleans. We also have the URC back in action, the top 14, Japan Rugby League 1 with some exciting super rugby stuff. We got it all, but before we get to any of it, let me bring in John. All right, John, 33 and 27, pretty good record. Uh, unfortunately, our man that's missing in the studio once again, the traveler, King Gifte Belu, he's getting the wooden spoon because he was 10 and 10 last week and because he's not here. No, he's not. Oh, sorry. Already gone. It's already been. No, injured. he's not. You can't give a king in absence a wooden spoon. Yes, we, we, we set that oh, precedent. We established that precedent can't. last weekend. No, you can't. Won't you stick it in your ear and stick it in the ear of one of those made-up Alexes that you claim you have? All right. Well, we'll chat about this more off camera. But in the meantime, no, we, we won't. Got- we don't chat off camera. I don't like you. You don't have my phone number. We, we, let's chat on camera then because we got a lot of stuff to cover this week because we have the NRL on American soil kicking off their season in Vegas with two matches. Upon is- my order, unleash hell. Russell Crowe. Gladiator and his rabbitos. We got his team coming over here, right? His rabbitos are here. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about. So you read some of the cliff notes. Hey, this is exciting. The NRL is something that could take off in America. I mean, this is exciting. They've got actual marketing, uh, mind power behind it, dollars behind it. They've got some celebrity interest. I mean, this is something I think that could really take off in the states. I'm excited. The NRL is coming. And, you know, you had last weekend, they had their championship, the global championship, if you will, with the Wigan Warriors playing against the Perth Panthers. An unbelievable, exciting match. This is the champions of the Southern Hemisphere versus the champions of the Northern Hemisphere. They get it. And they had this unbelievable match that ended at death with the guy just getting tackled into touch. They had to review it a thousand times. Amazing match, and that's what World Rugby needs to recognize. They're doing it right in the NRL. Big Daddy, his nephew, Hall of Fame Rugby League player at Huddersfield, Earl Crabtree. Big Daddy, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And Earl, his nephew, was one of the greatest rugby league players of all time. I am so proud of you. I love rugby league. At least made for America. I mean, like their own Fox Sports. I mean, they're doing all the right things. And they also are playing at the the Raiders Stadium in Vegas, where the Super Bowl was. I mean, this this is big time. Meanwhile, we have the MLR kicking off next weekend. And one cool thing is they're having the L.A. franchise, which was formerly the uh, Atlanta team, the Rattlers. They're kicking off. On Sunday, just after the L.A. 7s ends in the same stadium, so fans can remain in the stadium. Great piggybacking idea. All stuff that's good. So that should be a great event. 
I think it's great they're doing that. They need all kinds of cross promotions. They need to do something to create some interest. Look, right now, MLR owners, thank goodness, are willing to have a hobby. They lose two or three million dollars a year, and, yeah. and you know they 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 haven't figured out a way to. You know, they got. Uh, by the way, I love the product. The product between the lines is great. Rugby's getting better and better and better. The presentation is, you know, obviously terrible, but. Uh, the MLR product. Uh, I I'm, love the fact rugby's in, in America. Me too. I just wish I was working in it. John, we got to pick some MLR games. There's a rumor that Gift might be joining us after George joins us. So we, you and I are going to have the, the, the task of these games. And these these uh, spreads were, again, formed by our rugby wrap-up crack staff for the TRO or the rugby. They're the morons that gave Kingy Bailu a wooden spoon, right? No, there's the different morons. But, John, NOLA will open up the season hosting your Old Glory and its Old Glory road favorites minus three. Yeah, and I give the home field advantage to NOLA down there. I think if they're playing, you know, Segra Field was a terrible field. It was They got what they could in D.C. They've got a much better location now. they got a much better home field advantage now. It will be, I think, a, hopefully – a true home field advantage going down the Nala though. Nala's got some money in flux little, you know, it's hard to say right now with these teams until we see them for the first game, the first real game, I'm picking Nala to win at home by home field advantage. I'm going with old glory on the road. How about Houston minus five versus Utah Houston at home? Yeah, it's going to be about 80 degrees and it's not that hot, but uh, Houston at home, but look, they're a team I've, I've been waiting for to break out. They've got a great organization, one of the best in MLR down there, built their own facility and they're doing everything right down there. Uh, Utah is as well, uh, but I think uh, Houston at home, give me the Texans to beat those mountain boys. All right. I, I think the minus five is a little high. Utah always plays in those squeaky bum finishes i'm going to take utah with the points but i think houston will win seattle versus san diego this is a big match up in seattle opening at star fire stadium right now san diego the road favorites by four points at starfire yeah this is like opening with the yankees dodgers i mean this is a, this is great this is great that the first week of the year you step up and have this big game like this i think it's going to be awesome Starfire is a place where dreams go to die, though. Uh, San Diego is a great team. So is Seattle. But that home field advantage, first, especially the first home game, those, that, that stadium is going to be rocking. Uh, give me Seattle at home. I'm going to take Seattle. I'm going to take Seattle. I, I, San Diego is very, 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 very good, but I'm going to take Seattle. It's you're sucking up to Adrian Belfort. In the meantime, Miami, down in Miami, making their Major League Rugby debut, and they're hosting the Chicago Hounds a much improved Chicago Hounds who were last year's new team, Chicago road favorites by six. Yeah. You know, Chicago never matched their potential last year. I thought they had a much better team than what their record was. Uh, but maybe year two is the year they put it all together. They got a lot of talent again. It's hard to say with Miami. I, I'm going to go with the established team at one year established at least Give me Chicago visiting Miami. I like Chicago covering that six as well. Then we have the Carolina Anthem out of Charlotte, the new team, the USA Rugby Eagles saturated squad hosting the champion New England Free Jacks and the Free Jacks minus 12 road favorites. I'll make it minus 25. Free Jacks are going to run them out of the building. I, don't, I just don't see any way a startup team that gets there and puts a team together at the last minute that has a chance uh, against the Free Jacks. Free Jacks are, they're a good team. 
And we saw that with Chicago last year, kind of last minute team thrown together, good on paper, but even this isn't a great on paper team, you, you know, so no, they're no, going to no. have their they're, struggles. They're playing a solid team. I mean, I, mean, give, I, I don't care if this is a regular season game, they give me the defending champs first game. I, I'm going to pick the free Jacks. They're, they're a, they're a good team and, and got to be the favorites. There's going to be some good uh, rugby this year and free Jacks is going to be in some great games. All right, then you've got the last one of the – it's that that match that we talked about, L.A. hosting Dallas, L.A. minus three. Yeah, Dallas played tough toward the end of the year. This is basically Atlanta's team that's in uh, L.A. It's so hard to say. You know, you move a team, uh, you get a few acquisitions. Give me Dallas visiting L.A. Uh, Dallas, Dallas played tough at the end of the year. They, they weren't – they couldn't win some a lot, a lot of games, but they played tough. And I think that'll transfer over into this year. And they're led up front by their captain, Geronimo Gomez Vara, who is one of the toughest, most exciting, and still young players. Their captain, flanker, watch him. But I'm going with L.A. at home and, because and he, they used he, to. He really dislikes you. He, he talks about he dislikes you a lot. Doesn't matter. I'm not working in the league. How you doing? But I'm going to go with L.A. at home, rugby ATL. On that note, we got to take a break and welcome in George Hook. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we're welcoming in again George Hook. George, welcome back. George How Hook. are you? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. George Hook is here. Yes. All right, first up, Ireland versus Wales. Now, if you get offered 30 points against Wales, you take it. Now, this is a generational thing, all right? Guys of my generation... Every two years, got on the boat and plane, we went to Cardiff, and we came home with our tail between our legs. Countless times, we went to Cardiff with a triple crown or a championship on, and the Wales, Wales denied us. Now, Wales are the worst team in the tournament. Installing Ireland's favourites for anything, in any sport, tiddlywinks, that's the kiss of death. So we went out with everybody saying, oh, we're going to win that championship. And we didn't play very well. But even playing not very well, we're better than Wales. Did Wales defend very well? They did. Have you got a bunch of good young fellas, notably a captain, 21? They have. John, we talked a little bit off camera about Wales and your thoughts. Yeah, look, you had Scotland and England both down to 13 players at one point in the second half. You know, they come back from 27 down uh, nil to 27-26 against Scotland. They come back at Twickenham against England. I thought it was a lack of discipline. I thought Ireland would not do that. I think it's the amount of pressure that these young guys from the Wells are putting on their opponents because Ireland had the same thing. Penalty after penalty, got a yellow card. These kids play tough. They are not there yet i mean they're not in the league of ireland but wells is a tough i think uh well-coached team full of very aggressive young guys there's a good future of welsh rugby in my opinion uh underneath warren gatlin 
Next up, we had Scotland hosting England at Murray Field. England start to off with a try and then fall apart. And they go back to, they can't catch it, they can't kick it, they can't hold it. They are just simply awful. And the one thing we know, whether it is the Boston Patriots or whatever, <laughs> is that the quarterback is the key guy. Yeah. And the two key quarterbacks in this tournament are Crowley and Finn Russell. And it was proven on Saturday afternoon. Russell took England apart. And then the other thing, generations of hooks all the way back to my great, 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 whatever he was. Captain Hook. Who was a drummer boy at the Battle of Waterloo. None of them could run quickly. So therefore, when you see a guy you can run fast, like Van der Merwe, left wing, interestingly, now you look at the Irish wing and you look at low on the left wing, pace in abundance. And Scotland just took England apart. So you're going to see, again, 1974, England was at the bottom of the table and France was second from bottom. Ireland were top and Scotland were second. We could easily see that 50 years later, a different game in which I think in the whole championship in 1974, the biggest number of points made scored by a team was nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the scoring was different too, though, George. No, no, I accept all that. Of course, I accept all that. But this is what's called poetic license. <laughs> all right. And John, how about your thoughts on what happened at Murray Field? Scotland was a much better team. And I mean, much better. I mean, it, it was not, the, the score was not that indicative. Finn Russell is modern day Houdini. That guy is incredible. I think it's five for five, six for six, whatever it was on kicks. Didn't miss one. Plus he is your playmaker. I mean, it's really impressive. The pace of the Scots. I mean, you're not used to seeing that in Scotland. I mean, this is uh, under Gregory Townsend. This is a good Scottish side, and I think they're going to give Ireland a bit of a run. I don't think they're in Ireland's league. I think Ireland's in a league by themselves, but they're the only team I think that could has a chance to play against the Irish. And then it was Italy versus France in France, George. France had scored 60-odd points against Italy in the World Cup. They lose Dante to a red card. I wasn't worried. Because I would have thought France could probably beat Italy with 12 players. So they're down to 14, and France are awful. And then Italy, for anybody who hasn't seen this, you've got to find it somewhere. The last 60 seconds oh, of God. Italy against France. The ball falls off the tee. Now he's got to put the ball back. The clock is ticking. He's got six seconds left. It's a quick stab with his left foot, left foot, and he hits the post. Net result in France. This is very important. Yeah. In France, France 13, Italy 13, a draw. Staggering performance by Italy. And the night before, and don't forget this, the night before in the under-20s championship, Italy beat France. So we, like... What's going on? First time in 16 matches. Yeah. Charles de Gaulle would not be happy about this. 
There's a problem now, I think, within the coaching structure of France that Galtier and Sean Edwards or whatever, I don't think they're talking to each other. John, what did you like about this Italy-France debacle? Everything. Hey, how about those Italians? Uh, They're giving up 95 kilos in the pack. That is insane. And they still were doing decent in scrums. Uh, it's, It's amazing how hard these guys play. France without DuPont is just a different team. George, is Italy on the upswing? Are they catching some teams on the downturn? Well, I I think we've been hoping for this Italian resurgence for a long time. I mean, when they came into the Six Nations Championship originally, they had a very good record. Remember them well, beating Ireland uh, in a friendly game. And, And since then, they haven't. Domestic game, not great. No matter how bent on Sebre try, it's not great. But what they have now, and this is the crucial thing, Ireland have a coach. Scotland have a coach. Italy have a coach. England do not have a coach. They just have a guy wearing the, the, you know, the sweater. With a big smile on his face. And, And one Gatland cannot do a miracle with a country where the team is no good. Like you're looking, it's tragic. It's all now, but I know what's wrong with Welsh rugby. Have you ever heard of Margaret Thatcher? Have you? <laughs> What's I think we're running out of time right now. Yeah. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Margaret, we are. Margaret, Margaret Thatcher destroyed Welsh rugby when she shut down the mining communities of South Wales. That was the end of Welsh rugby. <laughs> And there you have it. I, I just want to add two two sets on this Italy match. Number one, the end was just all shenanigans. You had the water boy slash guy of France right in the middle of the field. You had the referee saying he couldn't see the shot clock on his on his mic. You could hear it plain as day. And you they, you can't charge a penalty the last time I looked, George. That's against the law. It should have been a re-kick. I, I don't know what's going on there, but Italy got completely ripped. And... And the easy scapegoat is Garbisi for missing that kick or hitting the posts. But how about the number five at like the 44-minute mark coming out of the half, diving over the pile after Olivon takes the ball into contact and giving up the easy penalty in Italy territory for the easy penalty goal? This this kick against the post wouldn't matter if Ruza or Ruzza, the number five, doesn't make that really stupid penalty. On that note, Joe. Oh, absolutely. Lazy deny are now in awe that after about five years of doing this program, you've actually contributed some sane. <laughs> quite incredible. Well, on that note, I'm going to leave it on a high. Thank you to Mr. George Hook. Yeah, George Hook. Yeah. We'll be right back after this. cleats you need them tomorrow if you order today by 3 p.m new york time or noon la time they can have them to you tomorrow young old male female if you're playing on turf if you're playing on grass if you're playing in the rain you're playing in the heat they've got you covered rugbynow.com 
go there now. And we are back, and we are yeah, back, back again. How many times do we start over? King Gift A. Bailu. King Gift A. Bailu back from his travels. All hail King E. Bailu. All hail King E. Bailu. We've done this yeah. about 42 times because you're right. on the phone and you don't know English. All right. So, King, King, there's a lot of great stuff going no, on. No, wait a minute. Admit you tried to give the king the wooden spoon. Gift. You are monarchy, but management rules over monarchy. No, it doesn't ask Stark what happened in Game of Thrones. Pow! Head gone. Bam. Big show. Bam! Bam! Big, big show yeah, on a streaming network. That. You tell and, Khaleesi that and the dragon that. Okay, that's a big show on a great network. And you might see the likes of the NRL on a network like that Why because they're they invading be America. They're already on Fox Sports. What else? deal with Fox Sports. Okay, well, anyway... The NRL making their season 2024 20, debut in Vegas. Unbelievable weekend coming up for the NRL. And you got Russell Crowe's uh, uh, Rabbitohs versus John's Manly Sea Eagles. The Rabbitohs get minus one and a half. Who do you like? Man, I'm going with the Rabbitohs on this one. Russell Crowe's trying to hold him down in Vegas area. That's his home, second home. Third home. I am. Uh, you don't know that for a fact. But anyway, John, who do you like? King knows everybody. As you. Oh, my command, unleash hell. Gladiator. You think I'm going against Russell Crowe? No. That makes three of us. And how about the next match? Bandwagon Hopper. Sydney Roosters versus the Broncos. John, your Broncos and your Broncos are the favorite. Minus three and a half points. They should be. I'm taking the Broncos. Gift, the Broncos, of course, coming off that very difficult loss in the final last year, the grand final. But they're back. They've licked their wounds. Are they going to take it out on the Roosters? Yes. It's Broncos on this one. Look, they're coming back with a strong team. They're going to do it again. They're going to get I it think again. We're all, we're all in agreement on this. This Are is amazing. What, 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 what? This is great. I mean, we're just a feel-good story here. All right. Oh, now, you're copying us. All right. That was the NRL. Now we're going to jump codes. We're going to go back to Rugby Union, and we're going to go to at one of our favorite leagues, the URC, the United Rugby Championship. They're back in action. A big match gift that I know that you're going to be watching is the Stormers going to the Bulls, and yet it's the Bulls minus six and a half. No, nothing about that surprises me. We know what the Bulls have been able to do. Stormers might have been the dominant ones, but look, Bulls have pulled up. They've done a lot. I look at the Bulls. I actually think the Stormers are going to cover, but I wouldn't be surprised for the Bulls to still get the win. Well, the Bulls are the favorite, so if you're going to say that they're going to cover... I said the Stormers are going to cover. Right. The, the Stormers are going to cover, which means that I think that even the Bulls will win, I don't think they will cover their points. So I think this will be a close game. If the but, Bulls are the favorites, the Stormers are not the favorites, which means that minus six and a half... <laughs> they will so just said everybody is going to cover. Everybody's covering. Stormers will cover. I think the Bulls will win, which means they will win by less than six and a half points. Okay. What's that? Oh, we got to move it along. John, who do you like in the URC? Stormers. I'm going with the Stormers as well. I'm also going with, I believe, the Lions. The Sharks have been, look, that back row of theirs, I mean, they got one of the best kickers in the league. And they've got an incredible fast back row, but they have just not put it together for some reason. The Sharks, Lions have been pretty tough. Uh, I think this is a close game. Give me the points uh, with the Lions. I'm going up to Ulster. Ulster licking their wounds. They're at home. Minus 20 and a half points over the Dragons. 
But I think they're going to absolutely destroy the Dragons in Ulster. So I'm taking Ulster minus those points. How about the Super Rugby competition weekend two? And as you know, they're all being played in Melbourne. All the matches and the Melbourne Rebels are dealing with whether they're going to go into bankruptcy slash administration. But all the teams are playing in Melbourne. So there's really not much of a home field advantage for anybody. Gift, who do you like? I think first and foremost, it's got to go to the Fijian Drua over Moana Pacifica. Fijian Drua had a great year starting last year. Uh, I think they're going to kick off with that Moana Pacifica. Not as good as we hoped. Uh, look for Fijians absolutely claim that area, claim that game. Points and win. Good pick. John, give me the Melbourne Revs. Like I told you, I was in the Melbourne Cup, the horse race when the entire country was drunk in Melbourne. So this city is full of drunk people. Matt, you would fit right in, except you fall down when you're drunk. Uh, or you fall into <laughs> Steve Lewis's hindquarters. Give me the Melbourne Revs. These are two remarkably good picks from you two. I am I'm stunned. I am stunned that you idiots have, have come to this conclusion. I, 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 great, congratulations. Take a bow, guys. Why are you calling us names? We, we pick better so than rude. you. Yeah. Exactly. so Walks rude. Exactly. Walks like a no duck. Reason. How you doing? <laughs> And now we're off to Japan for the Rugby League One action gift. I know you've got a pick that you're just dying to give us. Look, I, I've said for the last several weeks, man, I am Team Toyota Verblitz, and they are about to do a smash job on these Kobe Steel guys. Verblitz are going to continue being a dominant force in JP1. <laughs> okay. All right, John. I wrestled in Japan, I don't know how many times. Used to travel over there almost every single month. If I'd have got to face the Kintetsu Liners, I'd still be champion and undefeated. <laughs> they're the worst team in the history of teams. They're, they're, they're like the team that played the Harlem Globetrotters. The Washington Generals. <laughs> yeah, we know who it is, Matt. <laughs> I raised my hand, I raised my Washington Generals. Look at me, Steve. His, his mic is muted, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but he does have to give his pick, so we're going to bring him back in. Pick whoever the Kintetsu Liners are playing, which is the Brave Lupas. I'm going to go with the Cannon Eagles over the Honda Heat, who are awful. We'll be right back after this. From New York City comes America's longest-running and most popular rugby show. The biggest names in Major League Rugby, MLR highlights, and big match previews. Rugby Wrap-Up presents MLR Weekly, made in New York City. And finally, long last, we have our picks of the week. All right. So I think I'm going to do an over-under on the amount of people that are going to be at this NRL game at this moment, as showed to us. It's 35,000 seats sold, uh, I think, which means if you're doing Vegas, March, um, with casual seating, probably look at another five to 10,000. So I'm looking at over the 35, probably getting about 45,000 people at the game, which would take up, what, all but maybe 20,000 seats of that 65,000-seat stadium. So... So you're Looking going 45,000. Going 45,000. Okay. John. Take the points. Take Benetton. That's my bet of the week. Ooh. I'm going to go with the New England Free Jacks. Minus the points versus the Anthem. And it's going to be a long afternoon for the young Anthem team. 
And on that note, I want to thank WWE Hall of Fame return rugby advocate John Bradshaw Layfield, King Gift A. Bailu, the inventor of words, who's finally back with us, and George Hook, the Irish rugby legend. And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other programs, including MLR Weekly, the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Sign up for our weekly newsletter, and please join our American Red Cross blood donor team. How many things are you going to promote? I mean, at least... MLR could use you in commentary. That big those dummies you got you right here is doing all this stuff for rugby in the United States and they don't use you on commentary. Bunch of buffoons. <laughs>